Hi there, I'm Paul Mitchell, leadership coach, author and founder of The Human Enterprise, and welcome to episode three of Leading in Lockdown, which is a series of videos to help you understand some of the feelings that many of us, not all of us, are having through these pretty traumatic times. If you haven't seen the first two episodes, we'd really love you to go back and have a look at them. The first one, we talked about grief, different types of grief, the grief cycle, and what we need, which is hope, certainty, and meaning. And then episode two was about a technique called a hug of hope. And it's something you can look forward to, and it's giving your associates, your family, anyone who supports you a hug of hope after this is finished. Because more than anything else, I guess as, as human beings, we, we crave touch. This episode is called Feelings, Nothing More Than Feelings. And I wanna talk about how a, a traumatic event like the current crisis that we're going through can really bring up a lot of unresolved, a lot of repressed issues that we've just pushed to one side or pushed down because they were just too hard to manage at the time, but they're there bubbling just below the surface. And what can happen is something like this can let them spark up. It's a little bit like ever had a beach ball in a pool and you push it down and you push it down. If your hands are on it and your hands on it is just our life in general, uh, then, then the beach ball will stay down. But you release that and have a different sort of life, a very abnormal life, which is what we're going through now. And boom, the beach ball comes up with almost demonic energy. And that's what can happen with some of your feelings if they've been repressed, if you haven't looked at them. So let's have a look at what some of those feelings are. Once again, this may not be you, but it could be people that you're living with. It could be people in your team. And the more you can understand and have acceptance and I guess patience with where they're at, the more we'll all get through this together. So the first, I guess, feeling or emotion that comes up for many people, and it's certainly come up for me, is sadness. Um, what can happen sometimes when we've been through, let's say, a bereavement. I remember when my dad died, my mum very, very quickly got on with life. Um, she became, uh, she did all sorts of wonderful charity work, and I think you know, I'm pretty proud of her. She held the Olympic torch in the year 2000 for that charity work. But she even talked about it. She looks back on it and said, I had to get on with that work because I just could not give in to the grief. And when she finally slowed down, a lot of that grief came out, not just grieving for her own mortality, but really grieving about dad and his loss. Another example was an executive I was dealing with. His mum had passed away, but he, he just didn't have time to grieve. He had to get on with it. He had a mortgage, he had a family to support, he had a, quite a big job. And he, he virtually pushed the grief aside. And then he got retrenched. And then all of a sudden, he was not just angry about being retrenched, but out came all this sadness, sadness that was sitting just beneath the surface that he'd never quite worked through. He'd never had the time to really look at it. Um, or it could be the opposite of that. You could be feeling really pissed off, really, really angry. Um, you're angry at what the government's done or not done. You're angry at uh, the fact that you've been uh, sent home. Why? Because possibly in the past something happened to you and that anger was just beneath the surface. And you never really faced into that anger. And now this traumatic event has boom, skyrocketed that anger. You could feel guilty, incredibly guilty. Another executive I know, um, 
felt that when he went through a divorce, he treated his wife and therefore his kids pretty badly. He was ruthless. She had had an affair, so he thought, right, I'm going to show you. And in years later, he realized that he was the one that was distancing himself from her. And, and in many ways, he was to blame for her possibly looking for love somewhere else. And he never quite got over that guilt or regret. Recently, he's had to put people off. He's had to put people off. And he has felt so guilty, so regretful. Now, yes, you're going to feel guilty about that anyway. But once again, this, this event has triggered off that guilt, that regret that was sitting just beneath the surface, just beneath the surface. Another example is um, uh, a feeling highly anxious. Um, a, a client that I knew of, a female client, had been abused to an extent. Um, not so much physically, but almost emotionally abused by a partner. So she got out of that relationship. And what she did was to, to manage that, almost wrapped herself in this uh, blanket of don't get close to me, don't touch me. So she was, um, she was fairly stiff, she was fairly cold or came across as cold. But for God's sake, that was a way of coping. I'm not going to be hurt again. That was a way of gaining control. Bingo. All of a sudden, guess what? She's now out of control again. This, this virus, this trauma that we're facing now uh, has meant that she isn't in control of so many things that she had control over before, her routines, her rituals and so forth. So it brings up this feeling of, oh my God, of, of, of anxiety because now I just don't have the control I finally had when getting out of that abusive relationship. The other thing that can happen is um, you can get this massive sense of responsibility. Um, and this is a very personal one with me, so I'll try to uh, get through it without um, going too far off the rails. I've always felt a sense of responsibility that I may have not done the right thing by, by my daughter. And it was really funny, and we know we're filming this at the moment, we had a team meeting the other day, and all of a sudden I just started to break down and cry because um, I just had this real sense of, I just don't want to let the team down through this. I just don't, I, I, I want to make sure that we're all going to be safe. So um, again, repressed emotions are just under the surface and we need to be more accepting of the fact that God knows why people are reacting the way they are. We just don't know. All we know is what you see, but we never know what's sometimes happened to them and we never know why they are responding or reacting the, uh, the way they are. Let me tell you, they're doing the best they can. They're doing the best they can. So as many of you know, I have a, a model of the world called your leadership diamond. And I believe that to be what I call a leader for life, it's important to lead in your family, in your business and in your community. So these ideas are, yeah, they're for people that maybe you're being isolated with, but they're also for friends and associates and certainly for your own team members. So what are the lessons here? What are the takeaways? One, be gentle on yourself. Know that some of the feelings that you're experiencing may not just be to do with the trauma and may just be to do with some repressed emotions, some stuff you've been pushing down. Secondly, know that this time that you've got may be just an opportunity to resolve those issues. So rather than pushing them down again, which takes energy and drains you, let them free. Let them free. This could be an incredibly cathartic experience for you 
If you release those emotions, if you face into them, lean into them, have a look at what they are, what they say about you, and in many ways, just let them go. And finally, know that this too shall pass, that whatever these emotions are at the moment, they will go away, um, as will this virus. And maybe, just maybe, you will be a much better person, a much better leader, a much better human being as a result of it. Once again, I hope this has helped. I'm Paul Mitchell. Find the passion, develop the skills, make the numbers, make a difference, and most importantly, keep safe.